episode of Bears the Bar and Beyond, the Baylor Pre-Law Podcast. And in this week's episode, we'll be featuring a number of our students and alumni who have gone on to law school from this program. And we're going to start by talking with Colin Bryant. Good morning. How are you? Very well. Very well. Colin, tell us a little bit about yourself. For for our listeners' sake, uh, Colin is the president of the Pre-Law Society here at Baylor and is also soon to graduate as a senior. Oof. Yeah. Can't wait. (laughs) Can't wait for that. (laughs) Um, well, good morning, everybody, or good afternoon, if you get a chance to listen in the afternoon. Uh, my name is Colin Bryant. I am a senior, like Mr. Cooper was saying. I am from the Woodlands, Texas. Uh, I'm a pre-law journalism and media major with a legal reasoning and analysis minor. Um, and those are the main those are the main points. And like you said, I am getting ready to graduate this upcoming spring. So we're getting ready to make some uh, plans and some moves and figure out where to go from here. Why'd you pick journalism? Well, interestingly enough, I was not always journalism. It's a passion of mine now, but when I first got to Baylor, I was actually pre-med neuroscience, which is completely... You and a thousand other right, people. Exactly, yeah. Right, exactly, right. Um, I was going to be Derek Shepard from Grey's Anatomy, and that was going to be the end of it, and there was nothing else. But, you uh, just admitted to watching Grey's Anatomy. I did. Anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Um, but in a very beneficial way, uh, toward the end of my sophomore year, I just realized that that path was not for me and it wasn't that I couldn't do it it was that in doing it I would probably sacrifice some things down the road that I wasn't willing to um Mm. so that being said uh, I actually switched completely obviously to the uh to the law route and I wanted to do it via journalism because I felt like it would prepare me best um I had a lot of friends that were political science that also plan on attending law school and I know that's a great major um a lot of history majors as well but journalism was my balance of aiding what I needed to improve in as far as my writing was concerned, but also letting me grow in my in my skill set of, you know, talking to people, of being comfortable in front of people, um, being able to communicate efficiently. And so that was kind of the reason why it was the most efficient thing for me as I transferred from the science department here to um, the law and journalism department. So for for our listeners who maybe are undecided or are considering a switch in major, mm. um, what are some of the things that you look at in a in a journalism major? So is it is it uh, do you have a chance to focus just on print journalism or do you right. do a little bit of everything? What are some of the things that you you study? So honestly, our journalism department is amazing and being very um, very progressive and very about the times. And right now in journalism, uh, unfortunately we've kind of gone away from there being really big newspapers, um, from there being a whole bunch of separate jobs, where now when you come out of school, they kind of expect you to do a little bit of, a little bit of everything. Mm. And so our journalism department does give you the opportunity to specialize and almost specialize within your specialization. Um, so I am specifically 
journalism, new media, photography, because I also picked up photography, which is another hobby of mine, and I have a little side business with that. Um, but you have the opportunity to be news ed. You have the opportunity to be um, new media PR. You have mm-hmm. the opportunity to be, um, be more print, you know, more print-based. So it depends on what your interest is, but you are privileged to be taught by professors that understand that right now in journalism, you have to be able to do everything. You have to be prepared to um, be on site and have something online within, you know, five, 10 minutes of it happening, you know, gone are the days of print every single day where at the Lariat, for instance, we ended up switching to two days a week only in print. And then we post online every day. So that, that's, that's kind of the journalism here at Baylor. I guess if you're doing a lot of freelance work, it makes sense that you have more than one skill set. Right. You can maybe take your own photos and write your own story. Right. And so, I mean, if, if, if I, whatever reason did decide to go back and focus on journalism, I feel adequately prepared to do pretty much anything that needed me to do. Do you, do you feel like it's made your writing better? Because that's one of the things we talk oh, about sure. a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, I That's part of the reason why I shied away from this field to begin with is because even though I was interested in it, I just felt like my writing, my reading weren't up to par with what it needed to be. And I had a lot of very intelligent friends who've been reading for years. And I was that child who watched television, and I will admit <laughs> it. Um, and it did set me back a little bit, I feel like, as I've gotten older. But, you know, through the journalism department, um, through several of the classes, actually, that I've gotten to take through my major, um, my reading and writing have improved significantly. How, how do you think you've improved? Because, so for example, I think uh, a, lot of, a lot of our younger students have this sense that more pages, bigger right. words, uh, longer sentences right. is, is equivalent to good writing. Mm-hmm. But, but how, when you look back on some of the early writing that you did to, in comparison to where you are now... Mm-hmm. How are some of the ways that you think you've improved your writing? I, I definitely understand the students that think the solution is just more convoluted writing, uh, longer words, you know, better word choice. And, like, those things are important as far as, like, word choice and stuff like that. But in journalism specifically, you learn to say things as efficient, like, as efficiently and short as possible to the point, mm. um, which I think is really important. Obviously, it may not be the exact same as legal writing, but... There is a lot of similarity. Yeah, there is a lot of similarity. Okay, okay. Um but I've improved in my grammar, which is really important. I've improved in my structure and understanding how to place the most important information and how to also place information that's necessary to give context that isn't essential to what you need to know as a reader. Um, I have learned how to take criticism when I'm having somebody read my work. I didn't understand yeah. that until I got to this department. And you have to be open to that. You know what sometimes, I mean? Sometimes that's really hard. Oh, it really is. Um, and... You know, it was funny because I knew I wasn't a great I knew I wasn't a great writer in the past, and even when I get reviewed, I still feel so bad. And if somebody was going through it, right, and it's part of the reason why I, didn't, I don't think that I push myself to improve or just kind of shut it aside. Whereas yeah. now, I'm I, I go to the best writers I know, and I'm like, can you please look at this? They're like, are you sure? I'm like, yes, yeah, shred it to pieces, so then I can figure out where I need to improve, and maybe there's things that I thought with the right way to say something that just aren't you know what i'm saying like and there's no malice in their criticism correct it's, it's constructive correct criticism correct yeah. they have no reason to put you down our department is very good about celebrating everybody's successes which i think is really cool that is that is really cool so uh as as you are i guess thinking back on your Baylor career mm-hmm. um soon to be a graduate <laughs> 
which I, you know I'm sure you've never thought about. <laughs> <laughs> what are what are some of the things that you look back on um, fondly about your Baylor experience? The people mm-hmm. and the transitions that I've made. Um, the transitions from being a a high school student to a college student, which is which is big. I mean, yeah. I don't think I learned how to be a real college student until I switched because I wasn't happy. So I was kind of just doing the same things that I was doing in high school, thinking that eventually it would come to pass, and it just, you know, wasn't. Yeah. Um, I don't regret my time in science. I mean, sure, I, I'd love to um, I'd love to do a little bit better to just help myself out a little bit more because I mm-hmm. kind of had to pound the pavement, you know, after, after I switched. But I don't regret it because it, it also gave me a certain work ethic that I was able to bring to the journalism department that I think also – for like it, the work that I was doing when I got there, everybody was like, "Oh my God, you're doing such a great job!" You're doing such, I'm, I was like, "I'm just, you know, I'm just working." And, I'm just doing what I right, should exactly. Be doing. And that's yeah. and and so for better or for worse, I do believe the Baylor Science Department is great. About I mean, you got to make a choice when you get here. Like they don't just they don't toss like they toss you in. You got to you know sink or swim, right? Yeah, make make um, a decision right. about how bad you want this. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so even though I decided I didn't want that, I still kept the same ethic when I got to you know this department. So. Those, the, I mean, th- those are some of the main things, the people, um, the friendships and the relationships that I've made, whether it be professors or friends, um, and the ride of just figuring out where um, where I fit and feeling comfortable in it. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about some of the things that maybe you you wish you'd done differently. Maybe there were some student organizations, or <coughs> student organizations that you wish you'd maybe got more involved in earlier on mm-hmm. or... Uh, maybe there were some things that were offered that you didn't make time for that perhaps you wish you had, or what are some of the things that you would do slightly differently? Um, I think the main thing would, would probably have been not to be so afraid of switching because I was really worried for a really long time that I, I was just, I was just freaking out and I was just trying to move as fast as possible away from something that I was actually passionate about. Um, and I think that the earlier you can take a self, you know, a look at yourself, inter- you know, inter- introspectively and say, this is not for me. I need to find something else. Mm. And you can say it with confidence, the better. Because I waited until, like I said, my second semester sophomore year. But if I had had that done, you know, the beginning of my the beginning of my sophomore year or maybe by the end of my freshman year, I think things could have been a little bit different. And so it'd be easy for me to say, well, I wish I'd been involved in PLS sooner, pre-law society, but I wasn't there yet, right? And so everything kind of came in due time. And so one thing that I, I would say, um, which I also think is interesting because it's such a balance, right? It's like once you do get busy, you get busy. Yeah. Um, is I wish I had made a little bit more time for the journalism side of things. Um, there are some really great organizations um, some opportunities that were, you know, afforded to me that I that I got a chance to do, and I and I just couldn't take it because I got busy. I got yeah. busy um, with pre-law society. I got busy with the uh, Baylor Visitor Center, and so uh, and then school, and then LSAT prep, and then you know what I'm saying. So it's it, it's a it's a real slippery slope. I I wish that I had probably figured out a little bit sooner that it was okay to switch. Yeah, that people switch and they're still successful and they find their way. Because if I look at how I started. Um, how I wasn't involved in anything, how I wasn't very, I wasn't very go get, go get them at all, which is really 
not my personality. Yeah. As soon as I switched, it was like everything happened. Like I went from well, you, were, you. You had an interest and a passion in what right, you were studying. Exactly. Yeah. And so it, I mean, it went from me having a ton of time to watch Netflix after classes and <laughs> play video games to uh, I work a I say full part time job, but I work <laughs> I work you know ten fifteen hours a week. I have my photography business. Mm-hmm. I work with pre-law society as the president. Um, and I work as a su- student supervisor over at the visitor center and I don't regret a single thing. I love, I love every, you know, love everything. Yeah. Um, I just wish there were more hours in the day so I could do it. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I know the feeling. I, I mean, I think, I think some of the feedback I get from freshmen is that there is this real hard shift between time management in high school where mm. everything's very programmed and, and supervised. Mm-hmm. To college where, you know, no one's going to knock on your door to say, hey, it's time to go to class. Right. Uh, and there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. So how, how important was it for you to manage your time? And, and tell us a little bit about how maybe your time management skills have improved. It is essential. Um, time management is absolutely essential. I thought I had good time management when I got here and you know, if anything, I, I think I gave myself too much credit um, mm. because it is different and it it requires just a different mindset. You know, your time management has to be different. Like I thought that I was doing what I was supposed to do mm. outside of class yeah, at yeah. the beginning, but I, I just wasn't, you know. Um, and I keep going back to like, you know, the Netflix. We talk about that sometimes when we're talking to each other, but um there's no reason why I should have watched as much television as I did, <laughs> right? I mean, I, and I thought, I mean, I did my homework. Like, I, I would finish class. I do the reading, you know, kind of skim it. I do the Anatomy. homework, right? Gotcha. Got to get the Grey's Anatomy, yeah. in, right, every Thursday. <laughs> but um, it it just isn't enough. And so, a part of me when I switched said, "You have to put yourself in this. You have to immerse yourself in everything. You have to read everything from start to finish. You have to." put in more time than you were originally to get the most out of the product. And so, um, and so that, that, that's kind of been the improvement is now, you know, I look at my senior year and I look at some of the classes and I, I was laughing with a friend of mine the other day because I said, this is the busiest semester I've ever had. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, like I'm not in 18 hours, but between everything that's going on, this is the busiest semester I've ever had. And I may actually do really well. Um, as far as my grades are concerned. Yeah. Um, and that's basically because once I figured out how to, once I figured out my time management, now I'm more efficient with it. And now it's, it's hard at first. It's kind of like when you and I talked about before switching up your schedule, you know, waking up at five, six in the morning to study. Right. At first it is horrible. And after a while it's like, you don't think about it anymore. It's just what you do. Well, me reading, everything after class was hard at first because yeah. I, I just didn't do it or me, you know, sacrificing some time on the weekend and studying for, you know, two or three hours. It was hard at first, but after a while now, that's all I know. It doesn't make any sense for me not to, because I know kind of how to get the most out of, you know, my experience as far as being in the classroom. Well, I think to, to time management really just boils down to priority. Mm-hmm. What, what do you prioritize? Right, exactly. And it sounds like when you made the decision to switch to journalism, your academics became a much more focused, much more important part of your, of right. your life. And you started to put that first instead of 
Yeah, Grey's Anatomy. Right. <laughs> right. And, and and when you when you see, you know, you see where you're trying to go. Yeah. And when you really see it, it also adds just a different kind of perspective. You know, it's kind of like, I mean, it really is how, you know, how bad do you want it? And how, how do you plan on getting there? And I think at first I just didn't see it. Like I, I knew what it was, right? Like I knew I was chasing an MD, but I didn't see it, you know. Yeah. But I, I can see myself, you know. Um, in a courtroom, I can see myself across the table, like you and I are right now, yeah. getting things done. Like I see, I see the, I see those things, um, and I think that it was really help. Like it was just really healthy for me to when I finally felt like I could see it, because then I just went as hard as I could. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, I mentioned at the start that you're the president of the Pre Law Society, and that is uh, that is our official kind of Pre Law Program yes. student org. Can you can you tell us a little bit about what it is, mm. uh, what you guys do, mm. and why someone should join? So we are essentially um, a student organization for all majors across the campus um, to come together who uh, have an interest in law, right? Rather, they have an interest in going to law school. They think that they want to go to law school. They may... You know, they may consider going to law school. We, we're we for everybody. and Yeah, you don't have to be hardcore 100% right. I'm committed to being a lawyer. You, you right. can just have an interest. Exactly. And I think that that's really important that people understand because we're here to try and help you figure that out as best as, as we can. You know what I mean? I mean, we have all different majors. We have people that have been saying they want to be lawyers since they were three. We have people that <laughs> got to college like I did and a little bit later on that said, hey, you know, I think I want to switch to this. You know, yeah. what, you know, what do you guys do? Um, and so we just try and be the kind of social, um, the social fabric between the pre-law department and all of the students. We're kind of the in-between. We want to help uh, you see different law schools across the country. We want to help you grow in your argumentative skills. We want to also just bring together and come together as students and as an Oregon, as friends. And it's just really nice to have a really group, big group of people that are kind of interested in the same thing, trying to figure it out, but we can kind of all figure it out together. Yeah, there's a there's a sense of community because you, you make a good point is we we are spread acra- across the university. There's, 100%. There's obviously a lot of political science students, mm-hmm. but there's also a ton of language majors, mm-hmm. students from STEM uh, areas, people like yourself from journalism. Right. And it might be the case that, you know, one of our listeners might be in a class where they're the only pre-law student. Right. Uh, or they might be in a particular major where there's very few pre-law students. And so the, the pre-law society is a great way for students to find a sense of community with people ha- who have, if not common goals, at least common interests. Correct. Yeah. And, that, and, and that's something that we really kind of pride ourselves in and being very um, inclusive versus exclusive um we don't really care you know i mean we we don't care if you're a medical student and you're trying to figure or not a pre-med student and you're just trying to figure you know maybe maybe you're questioning things and you feel like you want to join you know come i mean we yeah we host different social events um we host debates so people like i said can kind of grow in their skills um we've had law schools this semester anywhere from the university of texas to emory and both top 25 schools and they'll actually come in and meet with you yes admission deans of admissions or just representatives but yes i mean and those have been wonderful opportunities to not only hear about 
each individual application process, but what they're looking for in a student, because it is different. And I think as people continue to research law schools, and I know I have for sure, is, you know, it isn't one size fits all. I mean, every place is different and every mm-hmm. place is looking for something a little bit different. And it's really important to hear different voices, whether it be just from Texas or from Atlanta or from Boston or from New York or from California or from Oregon or from, you know, wherever you can think of it, because every place is different. Yeah. And students, as they are trying to figure, they, they not only, it's like once you figure out that you want to go the law route, you kind of got to figure out, okay, but where, where do I want to start? Where do I really want to be? And I think that hearing different voices like that is really uh, kind of essential to that process. So, um, but yeah, we bring different law schools in. We do community service. Um, and so we're a pretty well-rounded organization. Um, and we usually have something once a week um, around the same time so people can kind of keep that on their radar and their schedule um, as they're making their plans. But, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I really I really enjoyed it. And I, it's funny, I came on as I was a regular member. And I knew that I wanted to get involved immediately. And so I was just trying to figure out whatever I needed to do um, to hear my vo- I get my voice kind of heard and get my idea, d- ideas in. And it and just kind of worked out for the best and in the best way, I guess. Um, and so we do um, officer renewal every year. So people that come in have an opportunity almost immediately to try and get involved and so you don't you don't have to be a member from freshman year onwards to have an opportunity to to run as an executive uh no i um full disclosure i came in uh, let's see second semester of my sophomore year like i said yeah. by my junior year i was um by my junior year first semester i was vice president and treasurer i was co-vice president and treasurer and this last year i've been a uh, president so so it's it's spring Mm-hmm. Uh, is it too late for people to join this year? Absolutely not. Um, we pick up in our meetings, uh, not necessarily not the first week we get back, mm-hmm. but the second, and we're gonna get more information out to people. About what what that. days will I? Do you know the days and times for this for this semester at this point? Or the go to for us is Thursday at seven fifteen. Okay. Um, Thursdays on seven fifteen, we almost always have something. If we have a debate, it's gonna be Thursday at seven fifteen. If we have a meeting, Thursday seven fifteen. Um, the only things that differ are, are, um, our public, not public service, our volunteer, excuse uh, me. Yeah. Our volunteering sometimes can, uh, go to Saturday, um, just because of the availability of the site that we want to work at Friday. And then sometimes we have social events on Friday, but for the most part, everything is going to be Thursday, 7:15. And for our listeners who are interested in finding out a little bit more about the Pre-Law Society, what's coming up mm-hmm. this semester, how to get involved, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. How how should they go about finding out some more information? Uh, they can either send an email to BaylorPreLawSociety at gmail.com or they can email me directly at Colin underscore Bryant at Baylor.edu. I'm always by my phone. I'm always by a computer, and I will always get back to you. And do you guys have a, a Facebook page? We do. Uh, we have Baylor Pre-Law Society. We also have an Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, Baylor PLS, along with our Twitter. We are... All on the social media. <laughs> All on the social media. All the social media. All the social media. <laughs> well, Colin, thank you so much. Um, if you do have more information, please don't hesitate to reach out either to Colin or myself about the Pre-Law Society. And uh, I guess the, the lesson is don't be afraid to explore some some different directions and whatever you do, do throw, throw yourself in. Exactly, because it can really change your life for the better. Yeah. Colin, thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Mr. Cooper. Appreciate it.